welcome to your weekend. It's hot as fuck! Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Digressions. Another week, another opportunity to digress. Uh, I know, majestic voice. Welcome to your Saturday, July 25th, 2020. Yo, I've been doing this for, for, for a while now. Hey, it's getting fun here. A couple months in, you know, it's a good time. It's a good time. Hope you had a great week. Hope you're doing awesome. Yo, it is bad news. Bad news for all of us. There's a new heat wave coming in. I know, yo, this week's weather so far was great. We had, you know, fantastic days, nice and warm throughout the day. And then it was just getting a bit cool at night. These are, these are my favorite. These are my favorite by far. Hope you're doing good, man. Hope, you know, you're getting out there, stretching out these legs, working out, do your thing. While uh, this entire world is uh, slowly coming out of its uh, hibernation. Uh, extended hibernation, may I add. But, you know, that's just the way she goes. That's just the way she goes. Um, man, I want to give you guys, I want to share with you guys a, a big thing that happened in my life recently. Uh big thing so i got a scooter i don't mention it last episode but i've been i've been i i regret it i regret it so much i don't regret getting a scooter now i just regret not having that experience earlier in my in my life i'm I'm gonna be honest i don't care what you think about scooters if you have opinions about them if they think they're 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 for losers if they're for you know whatever it is bro I'm, I'm, i'm gonna be honest with you driving hang on let me fix my mic here driving a scooter in the city and just zipping around going in between cars i'm, I'm doing this safely by the way okay like I, I wear i even wear i got myself i went to costco and i got my uh i got myself like this this vest this orange vest you know there's like constructor vest with like you know there's like flashy strips of why am i so stupid i, I don't i can't even what are they called the reflective reflective things anyway and uh, at night I, I wear it you know i'm a safe boy i, I try to be uh, as safe as possible and uh but dude it's freedom the best way i can i can say it it's 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 freedom i haven't had that in a long time i haven't had my car in a bit it's just been kind of sitting in um it's been sitting at uh, at the dad's place for for a while now i mean haven't i mean now it's 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 officially gone gone but rest in peace estelle but yeah no, dude like Honestly, if, if, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you an insight on the scooter because this is one, I got really lucky on the price. All right. I paid the scooter before tax, before handling, before delivery, before all that bullshit, 150 bucks for two wheels, a two horsepower engine and a smile on my face straight up 150 bucks. I got really lucky on the deal. I I just, you know, it's one of those things where you call your, your Slavic father and you're like, Hey dad, uh, can you hook me up with a scooter? Just like. Yeah, yeah, I know people, I know people, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem, go to this dealership, I, I hook you up, I hook you up, and you really do get hooked up, so, you know, it's a good time, I'm, I'm still shopping, I'm thinking about, you know, getting a, you see, but there's a bit of a, I'm, I'm, there's a bit of a worry, because, you know, I, you know, I, I like to talk shit, I don't know if you've noticed, you know, just one of those things, I, I love to talk shit, so I don't know if I'm, if I should get, you know, uh, how is that relevant to anything I was about to say, what the let me take a sip of coffee here. Mm. So what I'm thinking about getting is for... Because uh, I got my own helmet, right? And uh, there is a, a passenger seat on the scooter. 
So, I mean, normally I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to get the ladies up in there. You know, we're going to, you know, we're going to be, we're going to rip in the streets of Montreal on the, on, the, on the scooter, you know, drop those panties one time. Let's go. But, um, you know, that's, that's in theory, you know, in, in practice, I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. But with that being said, I think I'm just going to get this really like bright pink helmet for the passenger just in case. I mean, even if I give one of the boys a ride, you know, I'll be roasting them because I'll be wearing a huge bright pink helmet. So I think it's a win-win. Um, why they're not the most popular helmets, I don't know. But I think in my world, it, it does make sense. Maybe it might not make sense in others. But uh, on to other great things. Uh, Seattle. Let's talk about Seattle, the West Coast. West Coast, West Coast. Mm. Um, the Seattle Kraken. Has officially been unveiled. The NHL's 32nd franchise officially making its its way. And uh, listen, I, I I can't drink Kraken anymore. I've 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 been absolutely mauled by the Kraken in the past. Uh, so since then, PTSD has settled in. But I got to give it to them. the The logo and the 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 teal colors, the black, the you know the little 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 bit of red, looks phenomenal. And the name itself. They absolutely nailed it. I know that, I don't know if you remember this, but like when it was announced about a year ago that there's going to be a new franchise, you know, pending arena, blah, blah, blah. The, one of the, one of the most popular names that was actually shot out by some of the, I guess the community of Seattle was actually the Kraken. So it's, it's great to see that they actually kind of listen to their, their own people and, and, uh, and fall through. So, uh, the Kraken officially 32nd. Listen, last time I took the Kraken, I was in Boston, in Boston. And I was watching some hacky, and uh, yo, I uh, I blacked out. I blacked out to a point. I don't know if I've shared this story, but I might as well. Uh, so so this is story time, ladies and gents. Get your popcorn. This is one of the one of my one of my one of my debauchery stories that not a lot of people know, but that is definitely up there. So, circa me twenty four. Uh, I remember how old I was. I think I was twenty one or twenty two. Um, so, uh, me and, and this dude, uh, and because he doesn't want to be named on the podcast, uh, let's just go by and call him Felipe. So I was with Felipe and, uh, it was, it was the Habs, Habs versus Bruins, you know, good old traditional rivalry hockey at its finest. Uh, it was right towards the end of the season. So the standings were pretty tight. And at the time the Habs were somehow good. Uh, you know, they were, they were second in the East. You know, with Pittsburgh, Washington, all these stacked teams. But anyway, so we were second in the East. And uh, the Bruins, I think, were were tied with us or they were just like one point above us. So essentially, whoever won that game would have had the first place in the East. And so, so you know, we, we drive to Boston. Uh, first time we drove there, actually, we drove there twice because the first time we went there, there was this huge snowstorm that just canceled the game on us. So as we're driving into Massachusetts, you know, there's like, you know how Americans are, like, they see, like, one inch of snow, and they start freaking out, right? Oh, my God, it's a state of emergency. They start freaking out. Dude, I was driving. At the time, I had my 2008 Lancer, gray little Japanese whip. Bro, there were, I'm not even, I'm not even joking with you. You can ask, uh, you can find this dude, Felipe, and ask him. Dude, I was driving on the highway, and there were snowmobiles, snowmobiles, snowplows that were, that were trying to clear the highway. Bro, I was passing right next to them. I was just going on the left. Bro, there were tracks. Like, I know winter driving, okay? Yo, yo soy winter driving. 
So, cruising, bro. I got my Quebec plates in the back. You know where I'm from. You know where I'm from. You know, I'm here to shred your highway with my with my skill. So anyway, we get there, dude, everything. In, in, in Massachusetts, I don't know what the fuck. You know how us, there's like a snow plow, right? It'll just kind of push all the snow towards the cars that are parked. So then the main street is open. Yo, in Massachusetts, they just they just do massive piles of snow at every corner of the street. And there's snow on the cars, like so they can't get out. Nothing made sense. Nothing made sense of their whole operations. But um, we get, so we, we finally get to the hotel. Then we get confirmation, you know, that, oh, uh, Bruins game reported, like postponed. Because the game wasn't even on the day of the storm. It was the next day. But because they just have no clue what the hell they're doing and they just see a bit of snow, they're like freaking out. Like, oh no, we had to shut everything down. That was the first time around. Um, we actually met some guys in our hotel that were like part of like this underground bear boxing ring that was really fucked. And uh, yeah, we, we, we just, we just, it was weird, dude. I was, I was, yo, we were talking about this and, and, and like we were afraid to get jumped at one point because we were just outside like hanging out. Coming back, we went on a hunt to get burritos because everything was closed. Like, even the McDonald's was closed. You know, you know, it's a bad time in America when your McDonald's is fucking closed. Like, where are people going to live? Where are they going to eat? You know, what are they going to do with their free time? There's nothing else to do. So, um, so yeah. Then the second time we, we, we rolled there, we we did the, the the smart thing where, you know, driving from Quebec to, uh, to Boston, you go through uh, the beautiful, phenomenal state of New Hampshire. In New Hampshire, there's no sales tax. So, and, and New Hampshire figured it out, bro. They're a small state, you know, they're not too big, you know, they, they, they stick, they, you know, they're in their lane, they don't, uh, they don't swerve. And in New Hampshire, you have like these, um, you know, our equivalent of like an SCQ and LCBO, like the, those like liquor stores are on the side of the road, which in retrospect, I mean, it's kind of fucked up because if ever you're drunk and you're like, I just want to get more booze, you kind of got to get into your car and get, and, so maybe that's not the best thing, but uh with that being said like we we could just you know we were driving down you know there's signs like liquor store next exit no no so we stopped by and uh sure enough cocky me is like yo we're releasing the kraken tonight boy oh yeah boy we're releasing it and uh felipe is like yeah okay you know so we we grab a bunch of booze and uh get to the get to the hotel we start preying and we we booked the same hotel because because with Felipe you gotta know something. Felipe is uh, is a bit of a, of a of a redneck at times, you know. Where it's like, you know, I have one good experience at this one place. That means we're gonna go there every fucking time. Oh my god, the air conditioning just turned on. Hang on, fucking Christ. Living on the plateau, third floor building where it's hot. Um, where was I? Right. So we end up in the same hotel and we just start preying. We're drinking, we're drinking, there's a mix of booze and Kraken. And Kraken is like 45% alcohol or 43, I don't remember exactly. It's it's over 40%. And it's this delicious black rum, you know, it has notes of like vanilla and, and vanilla. So when you mix it when you mix it with Coke, you're drinking a absolutely spiked the fuck out uh, rum and coke, but it's a vanilla rum and coke. So you know. It's pretty good. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna front. Not to this day, I can't drink it anymore though because I do want to throw up every time I think about it. Uh, so we get, we we start drinking, drinking, and we kind of crush the two six right before the game. And I had a lot more to drink than Felipe because Felipe was, you know, 
he's a light beer kind of guy, you know, he's, you know, a bit of a tampon. So we're, we're kind of, we're, we're just, so we're getting ready. We get into the elevator and first thing, I mean, I, I think I've mentioned this story before, but in the elevator, you know, we meet this, this, this father and son duo. They're wearing Bruins jerseys and they see us with our hab shit. So obviously, you know, there's a bit of attempt to chirp. We're like, oh, you know, and then they start speaking to us in fucking French. And we're like, what? What do you mean you speak in French? So we're, we're, we're you know, we, we get to the bottom of it. Like, yo, why the fuck are you wearing broom shit if you're from Quebec? Oh, well, we, uh, we are waiting uh, for the Nordic to come back uh, to Quebec City. And uh, after that, uh, we're going to cheer for them. But until then, uh, we're going to cheering the Boston Bruins because uh, fuck Montréal. Good job. You and your son are absolutely retarded. And uh, that's, yeah. So we get there. And then at the arena, I'm going to I'm gonna say this. I hate to say this. I really do because it's Boston. You know, I love the city of Boston, but Bostonians can fuck off. Um, we get to the arena. Nicest people working there I've fucking met in an arena ever. All right. I, straight up. We get there. And, and the thing with Boston Bro, they're not they're not being choked up by the Molson family. You know when they go to the hockey game. You know the Molsons will will try to squeeze every penny out of us. You know we're we're gonna go there get our Molson Canadian like a fucking tall can for fourteen bucks. All right, it's a good deal. I'm gonna get fucked up for a hundred bucks. So we get to the TD Garden already. We're messed up, and what are we greeted with, ladies and gents? Not only am I greeted, are we greeted with a bunch of local craft brews. All over the place. Taps everywhere. But ladies and gents, the one and only, the holy grail of booze, my boy had access to Guinness for the entire fucking game, boys. It was unreal. Every fucking whistle, every single period, every at the end of everything, I would double fist Guinnesses from this one stand because the dude working at that stand spoke French to me. And his French was actually good. And he, we, we spoke with him in French. He was like, welcome to Boston. Hope you guys have a good time. Yeah, we were, we were two guys, you know, we're, you know, we're not there to, to, to cause trouble. But again, wait, just hold on. We weren't there to cause trouble, but we did. So, well, I did. <laughs> so we're, so anyway, I'm in, in the process of double fisting beers. You know, we, we, we get those, we, we get, we get to feel those, those American vibes, you know, like we, you know. We were there. We were, we were when the American anthem went on. We started singing it. Canadian anthem went on. Obviously, we started singing it. And uh, at one point, we're just like, you know, we're just cheering. Like the, the, the move, the move, the move, the move, the power move, the 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 only move actually, not the power move. If you go to a to a visiting arenas team, visiting arenas team, visiting teams, local teams are okay. Chris. If you're going away to watch your team play in a foreign barn, you got to shut the fuck up, okay? Now, it's one thing, you know, if, if I go to, like, to, to Florida to watch a, a Habs game, you know, I'll be probably at home. But in Boston, you're you're in the rivalry territory. You know, if if we all could, we could we would all piss on each other. You know, it's it's just the way it is. So, we're there. We're, we're, the move is we're always just, we're cheering for the Habs, and we're not talking shit about the Bruins. Because that's what gets, that's... That's exactly what gets people on the edge. You know, when you start talking shit, oh, your team sucks, fuck, but, you know, you, you don't want to do that. So, uh, thank God we didn't do it. But we had some great moments where there's, like, at one point there's a dude, uh, old man was, like, old, like, dude, like, you know, like, typical military vet. And, yo, we did, we, like, 
we crushed it because we took the tickets, you know, like in the D row, like just absolutely nosebleeds, like nosebleeds, like there's a wall behind us. That was like a really, really good move because no one can throw shit at us without us knowing. So just a bit down our alley, there was this old American dude, like, you know, with like a Korean War hat veteran, you know, huge white, like mustache and beard. And he just randomly gets up at one point and like looks towards us and he's like, <laughs> he just goes, hey, I don't care. I don't care what you say as long as you don't disrespect my country and you don't disrespect my team. And we all just, we just <laughs> it was just so American, dude. We just looked at him and we're like, yeah, yeah, no, that, that, yeah, that, sure. <laughs> we weren't going to do neither of these two things, but okay. You're good. Right? At least, uh, you know, the, the table's set. You know, we know what to do. And the people around us generally were pretty were pretty chill. But then came, like, this crew of boys, man. <laughs> like, the equivalent of me and the boys coming to the Bell Center, but, like, in Boston. Just a whole row. There's, like, six dudes. They're, they're like, three, four rows below us. And we were, we were getting, dude, at this point, the alcohol, bro, was, like, hitting. Was hitting. And I don't remember much of the game, to be very honest. It was a bit of a mistake on my end, but I do remember these little highlights. There was also a highlight I forgot to mention in the pregame warm-up. For whatever reason, I was really, you know, uh, fucked. And I took, I was wearing my, my Carey Price t-shirt. And I went behind the, uh, the, the behind like the, like the, the side where the Canadians were, uh, were shooting. And I, it just like, I wouldn't stop staring at like center ice. And I was just kind of like. I like pinched my shirt and I was kind of like like bobbing it, you know, like just kind of like flexing my, my Habs t-shirt. And uh, the players at one point just started shooting pucks at me. And, and I felt I felt like part of the of the experience, you know, that was, I felt part of the game. You know, it was great. So back, okay, so anyways, back to the bleeds. Dude, where these guys were just kind of looking at us really, really crookedly, you know, like we weren't talking shit about them, but at one point I was kind of getting cocky, you know, I was kind of getting like a French Canadian was coming out like, what the fuck you gonna do to me, asshole? You know, and I, I remember at one point, like these, this one guy just kept looking back at us, like with those eyes, dude, like I'm going to fucking kill you. And I just kept looking at him like, what the fuck are you going to do? What you going to do? What you going to do? And um, yeah, anyway, at the end of the game, you know, everything Habs won. So we were like yelling top of our lungs, like, yeah, first place in the East. You know, fucking crazy, like just yelling, yelling, yelling. And at that point, at that point, that's when everything. No, sorry. The last thing I remember for the game is the security guard coming up. And saying, all right, boys, you got to wait here. Wait till everyone leaves and then we'll let you guys go. It was for our safety. And we're like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> Ain't going to argue that. Um, and, you know, throughout the game, we didn't get any warnings from anyone. Because we weren't instigating anything. We're just cheering for the Habs. So, I think we won. It was 2-1 to one, the final score. And then after that, pitch blackout. Nothing. Don't remember anything. And the next morning was the storytelling of Felipe that really made this entire experience... Um, Something, something. So apparently, roughly right after we were kind of let go, and uh, we were going down. You know, we're top of the top of the arena, so we have to go down like those those stairs, right? There's no like really escalators or anything. You just kind of run down. Apparently, there's a dude that was way bigger than me. That was wearing like a Zidane Chara jersey, and for all of you who don't know, Zidane Chara is like. Public enemy number one in Montreal, or at least at that time was public enemy number one, because I was right after he almost murdered Max Pacioretty's center ice at the Bell Center. And 
you know, it, it's just, and Chara's like seven foot eleven. you know, he's a huge-ass dude. And so, I don't know why I'm explaining this. You should know who Zidane Chara is. Anyway, so we're, 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 so we're going down the stairs, and apparently this dude with, 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 with you know, this whole, uh, this whole attitude, this whole costume around him, he goes up to me and he goes, uh, oh, you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. And apparently, I just instinctively just fucking pushed him down a flight of stairs. And it was like, okay, I'm saying flight of stairs. I'm exaggerating. It was like two steps. It was like two steps. But I was I was gone at this point, dude. Just glossy eyes. Just no sleep to drive whatsoever. And and Felipe, apparently, that's what he says. I don't know if that's true or not. But Felipe goes, he goes to talk to the guy. And he's like, yo, dude, uh, you know, yo, my friend's drunk. You know, like Phil is the, Felipe is the... <laughs> He's the most Switzerland person of all time. He's not going to get into fights. You know, if you get into a fight, he'll just kind of watch back, you know, not do much. You know, it's just kind of like a, a little Swiss boy, you know, just like, okay, all right, everything's okay. And so we're, <laughs> we're um, so towards the end of the, uh, so, so that happened, nothing happened. I'll get my ass kicked somehow. Um, we walked down the, we walked down the, the, the stairs and apparently we met uh, two guys that were like Boston fans, but were apparently super chill. And they came up to us and they were like, hey guys, good game, you know, it was a good battle. It was a really good game. I, re- I remember it being a good game, but I can't remember a single shot on net or a single goal, nothing. But I remember my feelings afterwards. I was like, oh, it was a pretty good game. So, so apparently while Felipe was talking to, to, uh, to these two dudes, I just proceeded to lay down on the sidewalk and starfish in the middle of downtown Boston. And I wouldn't move. I was done. I literally parked my car and I said, fuck it. I'm not moving. So mind me, at that point, I was a bit lighter. I was like 200 and something pounds, like 10 pounds maybe. I don't know. But still, you know, it's dead weight. You can't do shit. So so somehow Felipe mustards the, the power to get me up. We start walking back to the hotel. And this, by the way, this whole, this whole part was him telling me this. I don't remember shit. And, uh, back at the hotel, that's where stuff got really weird. Um, I just, just for clarification, I woke up the next morning with a taste. (laughs) I woke up the next morning with a taste of pizza in my mouth. And when I looked at my boots, they had the, 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 the most aggressive knot you have ever seen in a boot that was completely unfixable and the first thing i muttered to to phil felipe was oh you got pizza last night why didn't you get me any and i didn't get i didn't at this point i had two neurons you know i had nothing nothing was happening in my brain and he's like he's like dude you you literally ordered a pizza for yourself i had like two slices and you ate the rest i was like okay that makes a lot of sense. And I'm like, okay, well, what about the boots? He's like, yo, well, you know, you can try, you wouldn't get undressed. You tried to get yourself undressed and you couldn't. So you started pulling on your boot, like if your life depended on it, and it just created the biggest knot of all time. And that's what happened. I'm like, okay, not so bad. And, uh, and then he's like, and then you proceeded to take another shower. Right before the game, I took a shower. But then when I came back, I took another shower. And apparently I locked myself into the fucking washroom for, for, for like almost an hour. Felipe is drunk as shit, not knowing what's happening. I'm surviving somehow. Like lay down in the bathtub. Nothing, 
Nothing's breathing. Nothing's doing anything. Um, and this is my Kraken story. This is it. <laughs> this is why I will never drink Kraken because that was the biggest catalyst of all time. And I, I strongly, strongly advise to, to operate with caution around Kraken. Uh, Seattle team, you know, back to, back to, we digressed. I digressed for the whole fucking episode. Isn't that amazing? You know, we live in a society where that kind of shit's accepted. Love it. Absolutely love it. But yeah, shout out to, you know what? I'll give a shout out to, to Boston. I love the city of Boston. It's really, it's really nice. If you're, if you're part of that, of that community, if you're part of that world, it's, it's a fun world to be part of. So, uh, Big shout out to them, but uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, Kraken can go really, 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 really go fuck itself. I, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Uh, but um, but yeah, uh, second thing, yo, uh, one of the last things I wanted to touch base on today um, is uh, hang on, yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I know this, it's it's turning into a bit of a meme, but like, yo. Dating apps now. I mean, I'm gonna share some stories because just, dude, I don't even know what what to do, what to expect. You know, I've, I've been talking like I'm lucky. I got I got a crew of girls here in Montreal. I got a crew of girls. These are these are girl girlfriends that I've known for a long time, almost like ten years. Um, very platonic, but um, the the point is. They, uh, they, they're, they're funny. They're, they're really funny when it comes down to dating apps. Cause some of them are for it. Some of them are against it. Some of them had good experiences with it. Some of them had shit experiences with them. And every single time I ask one of them, you know, what would be like a, a proper profile? What would be like a thing that would work? You know, like what's, what's the, what's the, cause, cause the truth is I don't like taking pictures of myself. I don't know if it's some kind of insecurity I got. I don't know what it is. I just. Never have the urge to be like, yo, I'm going to put some fresh clothes on. I'm going to go flex and just like take pictures and just crave that validation from online people. I just really don't give a shit. So most of the pictures I have are just, you know, pictures with me and, and friends, you know, and apparently on dating apps, it's a huge no-no because I don't know if I'm too stupid to figure out who, which one you are in the photograph. <laughs> like there's like another fucking four pictures of me, but you can't figure it out. Okay, anyway. Oh, trigger. And uh, there's, just, there's that. And every time I ask them, like, goes, yeah, so, like, what the description, what should it be? They always give me different fucking answers. You know, I had friends back in Ottawa that would fucking pull on Tinder. Like, absolutely pull. Like, we're talking, I have one friend, I'm not going to name who, but his stat line is, is fucking out of this, out of this world, dude. 35 kills in six months. Let that sink in for a second. 35 kills in six months. That That is, I mean, listen, that is, he's a slut. I'm going to shame him for that. He's a slut. But now he's doing good. You know, he's doing good. So I'm, I'm happy for him. But still, you know, this is the kind of thing sometimes I wonder because it's, it's, do I have to be fake on these things? Do I have to pretend I'm someone I'm not? Do I have to, you know, like, what is it? Like, what, what? So anyway, I'm, I'm kind of giving up on all of it, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to try real life Tinder, which is, you know, going to a bar and talking to girls. I think that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, but, but in terms of that, and the other thing too, like, why, why are girls so hung up about height? You know, why? I, 
look, 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 ladies, ladies, level with me. If you, if you, if you're this far into the episode, thank you for being here again. Appreciate you, love you, all that. But why are you so hung up about the height? And I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking out of, you know, on behalf of my, of my, of my, of my little shorter friends here. Okay, straight up, like, listen, I'm a beautiful six seven, you know, rip white dude, so you know, pff, privilege. But, you know, why are you so hung up about our height? Are we hung up about your weight? Because, yo, sometimes I could be asking that same question too. How much do you weigh? I want to know. Your pictures, I don't, I could just see your face. Why? You know? How's that, how's that fair? How, 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 you know, is that, is that modern day feminism? Like, are we just, that's it? We're all super, fi- I, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm digressing. I'm just saying dumb shit. No, it's fine. 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 It's okay. But, uh. No, dude, like, for me, like, and I'll give you an example, dude, like, I, I don't mind if I date a fucking giraffe, you know, little fucking daddy long legs, I don't give a shit, you know, have a cute face, a cute butt, that's all I need, you know, if you're six, seven, I don't care, I'll, I'll, dude, I'll pump some NBA babies in you, no problem, they'll have blue eyes, no problem, studs, if I get daughters, though, Jesus Christ, I'm buying, like, seven guns, do you know, I can't, oh, that's the thing, dude. I don't know if this is like a, a protective dad thing. I'm not even a dad yet. I'm gonna have a girlfriend yet, but just uh, just the thought of having daughters with all these fuck boys around, dude. I just, mm, it, it mm, you know, you know, I'm not I'm not at all the controlling type. But like for my daughter, it might be an exception. I'll be like, fuck, um, yeah. So I'm getting riled up over shit that doesn't exist. That's fucking. You know what? You know what? Yeah, yeah, Loki going insane through this whole fucking confinement, um, but uh, but yeah, no d- dating apps. I think are are there needs to be. This might be a business idea, boys. Any entrepreneurs out there? Yo, straight up, open up. I I think I don't know if you remember this, but years ago when like Match dot com was like the big thing, you know, ma- like uh, eHarmony and all that shit, right? People would put a lot more effort into their things, and you would have, I, th- I think you would have a lot more, su- you had, you would have in the past tense, do you even English, you know, that's one thing I realized too, and I've been, I've been looking at these, at these, at these posts on social media lately, you, you heard me complain about them in other episodes, I, I'm starting to realize that there's one common denominator, is that people just have no idea how to fucking communicate anymore, there is, there is such a, there are, you know, when you, when you write, when you write in general, like I write for, for every episode, I write a couple things, you know, just kind of like general guidelines. But I've noticed that when people write up shit online and have discussions with themselves, and I'm basing myself generally off of Reddit and just see those threads and how they go down. People have no idea how to communicate the relevant information to each other without throwing like different kind of assumptions and, 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 and different kind of curveballs into like the whole, like, semantics of things it's just like a weird it's a weird thing i'll give you an example i was i was scrolling through my feed and there's a girl on my on my on my instagram i don't know i don't even remember who the girl was but i do remember the post and the post said something like it was something like a young black girl uh jailed in michigan for not doing her homework and you know it it was one of those like twitter things where it's like you know, someone reposted that article, and then that person that posted it on their Insta media, Insta media, Instagram story. Jesus, fuck! They took a screenshot of that Twitter, like that that tweet. Um, so it's like the tweet reads something stupid, like, 
Oh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but there's a girl in Michigan in jail for not doing her homework. And look, I'll be the first one to admit, you know, our our society is plagued, plagued throughout with idiots, dumbasses. I, I firmly believe that we're all on the spectrum. We're all on the spectrum, just at different moments and at different at different frequencies, but we're all in there. All of us. There, There's... I, I'm, I've, I've, no lives matter. I'm telling you that. No lives matter. Straight up. I've said it before. I'd say it again. No, it, it doesn't matter. But for this, so, so, so this girl, so first of all, people that start off fucking conversations with, I don't know who needs to hear this, but first of all, no one's fucking listening. Shut up. You know, who gives a fuck? I don't know who needs to hear this. You're not a megaphone. You're, 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 you're a nobody. No one cares. I get so triggered at these things. You're not meaning... How do you start a conversation, a meaningful conversation with this? It's like when people say like, oh, let them speak their truth. Their truth or the truth. Big difference. See what I mean? Comms are weird now. People are just saying shit without meaning and they just expect people to understand them and then miscommunication happens, arguments happen out of nothing. It's... There's so many problems. I don't even know where to start. But to go off of that, so I did a bit of digging because just looking at that post, I was like, you know, that doesn't make... Like, even though there is, like, widespread dumbass all over the fucking place, I just thought, you know, there is no way, there is, there's it, there's no chance a, a judicial council or a judicial body or anything would ever enforce not, you know, homework not being done as, a, as part of a, as, as a way to jail someone. It just doesn't make any sense, never has made sense, never will make sense, unless you're, like, in some communist China bullshit, uh, but... Or communist Poland. That shit was rough too. But uh, no one wants to talk about I'm a socialist. I'm a proud socialist. Yeah, fuck. So, um, that was irony. Sarcasm? Not really true. So, um, so I, I digged a bit into that post. And apparently, the girl that was jailed for not doing her homework is actually a girl that was just recently arrested for, for assault, uh, battery, and uh, there was another charge. I forgot which one it was. So there was like actual charges, and she was put in juvie uh, because she clearly was not stable and needs help. And now there's like, but the thing is, nowadays anything that touches someone that is of another skin color than white, it just becomes a racial issue automatically. And it's like, oh, don't if black people are getting oppressed and this and that. I'm not saying there's bigger issues. I, I'm well aware there's bigger issues. It's just when you start grabbing these little fucking things that, because because again, the girl that reposted that whole tweet thing, she probably didn't look into it. She probably just saw the headline, like all the other screaming psychos out there, just like yelling random shit on their Instagram stories. And then they don't even look into the actual story and what happened. But you know, they spoke their truth. They're right. This is what they've done. So... That's the fucking, you know, that, 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 that's what we live in. That's the new age of communications, of information spreading, of the internet's cancer, social media's cancer. It's fucking bullshit. But the problem is, is that you start getting, this is how bias gets created. And, you know, everyone right now is like super anti-racism, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. These kinds of, of posts and these kinds of, of, of spread of misinformation, even though you might not consciously consciously uh take time to actually look into these articles the subconscious problem with this is that you've read that post and this might 
this this might bias your own opinion about the topic about certain issues because you read that headline and this is how the media has been controlling i mean i'm not going to go into it's not a conspiracy theory at all i'm just saying like this is how the media's the media use like like those those kind of headlines to get views they use this to get your attention so they can make more money off of you and their ads revenue and all that so it's like it, it it's and it's hard to to disconnect from it it's hard to 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 pull back because it's a it's a it's a flashy headline it aligns with your with your views about certain things and you're just going to repost it immediately and you're going to feel good about yourself and it, this needs to stop i mean it really does social media in my opinion i don't know if it's a controversial opinion or not but dude social media should be banned until the age of 18 at least i don't i don't understand why kids are on social media i don't understand why why it's it's allowed it dude like tiktok i'll give you an example of tiktok and, and it will probably be done after this but dude like tiktok as much fun as it is and i'm not like this i'm not i don't want to sound like an old man yelling at the clouds being like oh these young kids having fun with their videos bro they're they're i've had i had the app on my phone for about a month until i just i just couldn't because it was just i feel that i feel most of the content is complete garbage by the way I, i'm not some of it is funny, you know. There's some of these things are, are funny, but the thing is, the, the, the you gotta you gotta understand is that there's a lot of fucked people out there that prey on kids, and now you have this thing that is conglomerating all these kids. You get girls that are like 16, 17, asked to send fucking pictures. You know, their entire innocence gets brought down very, very early. I'm not, you know, and again, I'm I'm against censorship. You know, that's my fucking thing. Like, I'm against censorship. I'm against any sort of, of discrimination. I'm, I'm against, you know, a lot of things, but I'm also pro a lot of things. But this, dude, what are, no one knows the long-term effects of any of these things. They could be very bad. I think they could be very bad. But being solicited as a minor from from a young age until your adulthood, you get used to it, right? And and it's and it's fucked up because I don't think anyone should, should be happy about it. You know, there's like those, you know, the, the Bob's and Virgin meme is, is a meme, but it's, it's the truth. It's, um, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. And, and the truth is, is the messages that are being convened. Like, you know, sometimes you see these girls are like 16, 17 and even boys, man, they, they, I'm not, I'm not singling out just girls for that, but you know, they do like, I don't want to say like, like you know, borderline erotic or like, you know, kind of like, you know, flirtatious fucking, like, things, you know, either, like, you know, biting their lips or, like, you know, just, like, shaking their ass and shit. Like, dude, why? Like, why? Can you just go, you know, do other shit with your life? Like, you know, learn how to paint or or, or, or learn how to play the piano? Anyway. Am I, am I being an old man right now? I don't fucking know. Just I'm just trying to look out for that. Yo, Gen Z, dude. I feel bad for Gen Z. I, I just, the younger ones, now they're coming out. Like, we grew up, you know, us millennials, we grew up with, like, the early beginnings of internet. We had, we we had no idea what we were doing. MSN Messenger was pretty much it. And, you know, LimeWire. Before that, there was Kaza. Does any of you remember Kaza? I've mentioned Kaza to some people, and people thought I was some kind of, like, alien. Dude, Kaza is the OG... AIDS given program that would help you download music, but you would automatically give your fucking computer cancer, like terminal ill, nothing, not even, not even your Norton security could fucking fix it. But, um, no, dude, it, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, I just, yeah. 
In my, I don't know if I'm overthinking this. I just, I'm just a bit worried. Uh, but okay, you know what? I'm gonna eat. I'm kind of hungry, so I'm gonna head off. Uh, ladies and gents, if you've, if you've, if you've, li- if you've, if you listen to this episode up until now, thank you so much for being here. As always, brought to you by my beautiful fucking apartment on the plateau. It's currently now 77 degrees Fahrenheit. That is like 30 something degrees Celsius, I think. Or at least like north of 20. I'm going to turn on my AC and try to survive. Uh, if you see me zipping around on my scooter on the plateau or downtown, uh, just uh, try not to throw something at me, but try to holler at me. Uh, love y'all. Uh, have a great week. I'm going to try to do a bonus episode uh, for either Tuesday or Monday. I'm not too sure yet. See how things plan out. But uh, until then, uh, yo, uh, roses, roses to the Canadians, roses to the Seattle Kraken. Got to give props what props is due. Sickest uniforms. Uh, great logo. Uh, but uh, thorns to the Boston Bruins, uh, thorns to English Canada, and uh, and uh, thorns to confinement, baby. All right, have a great day. Ciao.